0: This
1: of my ancestors, punchbowl voices call out to my soul for justice, Ooh, the wicked will reap what they the spirit of Aziz is back on the rise, soldiers in the delta, kept it alive, time to stand up, take our place in the sun, understand the time, and what must be done, Mississippi, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi,
0: Mississippi, 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 Mississippi,
1: Uh, gotta make a move and take control Uh, have something we can call our own so shine your light help the people see that now is the time for us to be free Uh, and if you're waking on the pine of sky you better wake up fast they told you a lie cause big fields await the wide awake man uh, Elijah's got the best. Mississippi
0: on the move. Mississippi the Mississippi, Mississippi on the move. Mississippi self- Injustice, we've had enough all of our divisions we're breaking up destiny has been calling us
1: the spirit of the most high is guiding us uh, see the time is now what you waiting on quit you your brothers put your gun down come on they got a cage waiting for you if you keep that up early graves coming to you from that can't raise you up now sister ida b and fanny lou uh, check them out and you'll know what to do but if you really want your enemy to be alarmed read the final call follow farrakhan mississippi
0: mississippi 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 this on the move this is on the on the this is on the this Mississippi
1: on the move. <laughs> <laughs> Assalamu alaikum. Peace be unto you. And welcome to another edition of the Mississippi on the Move podcast. I am your brother, Abdul Shaheed Muhammad. And. I will be flying solo-dolo tonight, as we used to say back in the day, because our dear brother Kenneth Muhammad is away on leave. He's taking a little, uh, getting a little R&R and vacation time with the family. Shout out to him and my dear sister Coretta Muhammad and the rest of the family. They are uh, on vacation convalescing, and I'm going to do one of those in the coming days with me and my little wife. We need to... Take a little time off and get away for a minute. Let me please begin in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful. We bear witness to the oneness of Almighty God, the oneness of His prophets, and the oneness of the messages that were revealed through those prophets to the whole of humanity. Of course, we are always, always excited to be here with you on the Mississippi of the Move podcast, Mississippi on the Move podcast. And we have yet another exciting program planned for you today. We're going to be giving a few reports from uh, what's uh, been going on or what went on this past weekend in Milwaukee. We had a wonderful time. But before we get to all of that, we have to lay some ground rules and some groundworks in terms of how we like to proceed here. On the Mississippi on the move podcast man. It's been a minute since i've been solo I was used to being solo when we had these uh, Saving ourselves broadcast here in memphis at am 1600 for a couple of years I manned it alone and then my brother kenneth muhammad came along and began to help with that uh, That broadcast ministry and it went quite well and we transferred it when we got into holly springs, mississippi And made it where well, we actually started on the radio there and we thought it better with the advent and the growing popularity and efficacy of podcasting and uh, broadening the audience who can hear us, we decided to switch over to the podcast. And for the first time, I think, well, no, this is the second time that I've done the podcast solo. So once again, we're glad to be here. Thank you for those that are coming on and send message out to your brother, your sister, your contacts and your loved ones and tell them Mississippi on the move is in fact on the move. So like I was saying, before we get uh, to tonight's program, we always want to, uh, first of all, thank you and get to what we call our axioms, meaning the guiding principles that we use to help guide our conversations and give some thought, help our audience and listeners give some thought uh, to what we're talking about because tonight we're going to open the lines all the way up tonight and I'll be giving you the call in number momentarily. Don't want to give it prematurely because people are starting calling. Uh, matter of fact, I got a call uh, even before I came on, someone called and uh, and I'm expecting that person to call back. They just got to get the timing down. So we'll start taking calls after the first segment and I'll let you all know because Gonna be coming from the Final Call newspaper tonight. Very interesting stories throughout that newspaper, but there are a couple that I wanna give uh, specific attention to. And we will also be introducing our cultural segment. Yeah, yeah. We got a cultural segment and we have a hip hop community in the nation of Islam. And the mainstream music industry is not very kind as it relates to giving airplay the music of those brothers and sisters so we're going to introduce uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is and what song is yet but just know at a certain point in tonight's uh, program we're going to introduce some of the art and culture from the hip-hop community of the Nation of Islam and I am sure you will enjoy that so let's get it down and get it started with these axioms the first is from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan we're going to go through them all tonight because for the past several weeks, we've been highlighting uh, one specific one. And we've gone through all four, so I'm going to go through them tonight. The first one is from the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, where he says, he who gives you the diameter of your knowledge prescribes for you the circumference of your activity. And it is clear that the circumference or the diameter of knowledge that's available to us, many of us as black people in particular are starting to avail ourselves and take advantage of uh, other avenues by which light can enter our minds, the mind of the slave. You remember Henry Berry was trying to cut off all of those avenues. Well, other avenues have opened up and there is an enlightenment and a consciousness that's building among us as a people And the diameter of our, or the circumference, I should say, of our activity is getting broader, and wider, and bigger. And big things are happening, big things are popping, and our brothers and sisters are becoming more and more progressive. I mean, hey, look at this, Mississippi on the Move podcast. And as I uh, was in Milwaukee, I ran across some of the believers in the Nation of Islam, that were really impressed with what we are striving to do here and it is certainly our prayer that almighty god Allah will bless this uh podcast ministry to to do that which we all strive to do to awaken our people to the time and what must be done not what should be done but what must be done and wherever you are truth has no label on it truth is not Uh, uh, Muslim truth, or Christian truth, or Jewish truth. Truth is truth. Now, it's up to us to understand that we should look beyond the labels. Axiom number two also comes from the honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan, wherein he says, a slave is one whose power and authority is ruled over by another and whose sphere of freedom is limited according to the wishes of his master. Mm. So we're starting to, break free from a lot of these old chains that have bound us. I can assure you brothers and sisters, just as the scriptures prophesy and as history has recorded, you can only keep a people back for so long. Uh, And it's only a matter of time before that people arise and shake loose the shackles of ignorance, tyranny and oppression under which they have suffered for whatever length of time that they have suffered it. Third axiom comes from our brother Carter G. Woodson in his great book. And as my brother Kenneth liked to say, his seminal work. (laughs) And I I would imagine he's listening. Matter of fact, let me flip over to, yeah, he's on. Uh, Sister Coretta and Sister Shahida is on. Thank you all for coming on. And the rest of the believers are, are starting to come on and our guests and listeners from around the country. I talked to a listener all the way from Buffalo, New York today. He has family down in Mississippi, Sister Barbara. So hopefully we'll hear from her tonight. But Carter G. Woodson said this in his book, The Miseducation of the Negro. He said, when you control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his actions. You do not have to tell him to go here or yonder. He will find his proper place and will stay in it. You do not need to send him to the back door he would go without being told. In fact, if there's not a back door, he will cut one for his special benefit. His education makes it necessary. So, the education that we've been receiving is the kind of education, and if you would just study our history, that teaches us and trains us to take a back door approach to solving our problems, a backdoor approach to getting ahead. But I'm telling you, some of us have found the door. And there are people out there that know what I mean when I say that in a deeper sense. But in a less deeper sense, many of our people have found the door of opportunity. The front door, not the back one, but the front door. And brothers and sisters are starting to walk through that door because they are allowing themselves and their minds to be exposed to another paradigm, another educational paradigm other than or instead of this traditional one that actually trains us to fit into what someone else has built or is building. Well, I don't agree with that, uh, uh, Brother Muhammad. Well, what do our children go to college and what do we teach them to go to college and do? We teach them to go to college, get a good education so you can get a good what? A good job, not create Opportunity for self-kind In others, but to go get a good education To come out to get gainfully Employed or a Good job, that means you are Searching for an employer That means you have been educated Or trained to fit in A Political, economic And social construct that was built By someone else Well Problem with that is, if it's not yours and we're not the authors and the architects of it, then those who are the architects will only allow us to ascend as high as they are comfortable with. So, brothers and sisters, mama may have, as the song says, papa may have, but God bless the child that has his own. So, we must get an education that allows us and inspires us to have our own. And the fourth. And final axiom comes from uh, a quote that Dr. King uh, quoted during his crisis in American cities uh, talk that he gave. And he quoted a man by the name of Victor Hugo. And Mr. Hugo said, if the soul is left in darkness, sins will be committed. The guilty one is not he who commits the sin, but he who causes the darkness. So if we put a different perspective on that, yes, some people have caused darkness. Somebody cut off all avenues by which light could enter the mind of the slave. Well, those of us who have found the glimmer of light and rays of light and found the door among our people and are taking advantage of that knowledge, that light and walking through those doors, we now must take responsibility to bring the souls of our people out of the darkness because if we leave them there, they will continue to commit sin. No, I'm not suggesting that we force them or impose upon uh, knowledge anybody, or impose upon anyone what we quote unquote believe. It is only our responsibility to share the truth and more importantly, be an example of the truth that we profess and that we say that we believe. Those are the four axioms that we will begin with tonight. Uh, I also want to send a shout out and another thanks, another thanks to our brother that we affectionately call Grand Master Abdul Aziz Muhammad for his interview that he uh, graciously gave us on our last broadcast. We were broadcasting live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the National Training Conference, the United Schools of Survival. And I can tell you, man, uh, uh, I hadn't trained in a while and hadn't had a good stiff workout. And boy, they got me good. (laughs) They got me good. Boy, I was sore. I still am a little sore. But all that says to me is, brother, you need to get back on the mat and get back in shape. And I can tell you for sure that is definitely not going to happen. But happening and so your brother's getting up in the morning after i put my mug to my rug i flip over on my back do a few sit-ups do a few bicycles leg lifts do me some push-ups so we got to keep the tempo right so we can be ready and we're going to be taking up the responsibility of training in vsk jiu-jitsu so keep your ears Open for that. I had a few to uh, join the call or well, welcome to the uh, join the broadcast. Welcome, my dear sister Audrey Muhammad. Thank you for tuning in. And others are coming on as we speak, and uh, we're gonna have a good time, y'all. I got something in store. Got something in store. But as we move forward, uh, shout outs, of course, to all of our listeners and all of our satellite sister locations down in the Delta and particularly in Mississippi. And I got an announcement. Announcement uh uh announcement, good news, good news, good news. Guess what, y'all? We have been blessed to uh, have uh, a very important and prominent brother in our nation to accept an invitation down into the South. He will be coming into Memphis and into South Haven, Mississippi, And also into Holly Springs. And the person that I am referring to is none other than our brother, student minister, Dr. Wesley Muhammad. He will be in Holly Springs, Mississippi. and We will be hosting him more than likely tentatively, and I emphasize tentatively, at the multipurpose center there in Holly Springs, Mississippi. The date will be August the 20th. Uh, The program will start at 5 p.m., He will be discussing his upcoming book release, uh, The Real Judas Factor, Unraveling the Mystery of the Murder of Malcolm X. So with the more news will be coming out regarding that, uh, we're going to be making some vending spaces available mm, at the Multipurpose Center. So brothers and sisters, keep your eyes and ears open. Uh, We will be uh, ecstatic to have uh, a brother of that stature. He is an educator, he is a uh, doctor. We don't just call him doctor because it sounds good, but this brother has not only a bachelor's degree, but he has a master's and a doctorate degree in several disciplines, Islamic history and several languages. And he is a well uh, accomplished author of uh, about 16 books. You have seen him on places like Vlad TV, you've seen him on The Breakfast Club, and many others. You've probably seen him on YouTube YouTube, and his doing the math program. Uh, and the perspective he brings is historical, mathematical, and factual. Because you know how some of our people, we're quite cynical. And when you get uh, too much religiosity in it, many of us are turn a deaf ear. But what I like about this brother, he is a researcher and he brings fact and what I like to call receipts to buttress and support and verify the facts that he brings to the table. That's our announcement and at this time before we get good and rolling we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after these messages.
2: Worldwide, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Download the Final Call Radio app and take us everywhere on your phone, on your computer, on your tablet, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also log on to FinalCall.com and click the Listen Live button or FinalCallRadio.com. Final Call, Final Call Radio, the official voice of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. What's your source for truth in news reporting?
0: No peace. No, justice, no peace.
1: Where do you turn for non-corporate driven news that's fair and balanced?
0: No and, uh, no and, uh,
1: Subscribe to the Final Call News, your number one free and independent news source that delivers hard-hitting national and international news coverage of today's political, economic, and social issues. To subscribe to Local Home Delivery, call us at area code 662-252-8999. That's 662-252-8999. Visit our website at www.finalcall.com.
3: The Urban Indulgence Bath and Body Boutique. At Urban Indulgence, we pride ourselves on offering quality, effective skin care. Handcrafted with plant-based skin-loving ingredients, our soaps and body butters will give you luxurious lather and ultimate moisture. Experience The Urban Indulgence at 3314 Poplar Avenue in Memphis, three blocks west of Poplar Plaza, or shop with us online at theurbanindulgence.com. The Urban Indulgence.
0: Indulgence.com.
1: Mississippi on the Move. Yes, 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 yes. And we are back live at the Mississippi on the Move podcast once again. I'm your brother Abdul Shaheed Muhammad. Our dear brother Kenneth Muhammad is away on vacation. He and our sister Coretta Muhammad. I pray that the two of them are relaxing. Cause hey, when y'all get back, we got we got work to do. <laughs> I'm in a very very good mood tonight, y'all. As you can tell, I'm just in a, a very very good mood, happy and uh, glad just to be here tonight. As I said. Tonight, we're going to come from uh, the Final Call newspaper, and we want to begin an article that caught my eye. And just to let everyone You, when the lines open, you'll be able to give us a call at 901 877 4478. We invite you to call in because as we discuss these articles from the Final Call newspaper, it should provoke some thought you may have some commentary in reference to what uh, we will discuss. But we begin in the Final Call newspaper with an article that's entitled, New Black Medical Schools Coming to HBCUs. And I thought that was very, very interesting. New black medical schools coming to HBCUs. Because those of you that may not know Uh, actual concerted effort, and I'm not going to go into all of the history of it, was made by uh, those who did not want to see blacks in the medical profession to close a large swath, if you will, of the institutions that were training black people in the medical field. I mean, wiped them out. So to hear this news is really, really music should be music to our ears, given the fact that we as black people in America lead in almost every category of adverse health conditions, all the way from high blood pressure to cancer to diabetes, you name it, obesity, you name it. Although we represent only about 13 point, what, 8, nine fourteen percent of the entire population of the country, we lead in all of these categories because of uh, not only our poor diets and our unwillingness to be, uh, to monitor our health as we should, myself being guilty as well. I know my wife said you too, take your blood pressure, brother. <laughs> no, but because it runs in my family, so I have to monitor, but not only because we, are not good at monitoring our health condition the way we should but access to health care has been a problem in our community so but uh just a few excerpts from the article morgan state university in baltimore and xavier university in new orleans they are planning to open medical schools uh, and these historically black university will universities will train more black doctors that are desperately needed to address the physician shortage and they will serve the health needs of the black community and marginalized populations. And whether we realize it or know it or not, the number of doctors, the ratio of available black doctors is atrocious in comparison to the numbers of us that need medical The article continues, it said Morgan State's expansion into medical education meets the university's expanded fall 2022 enrollment, projected to be the largest in the university's history. So there are students that are actually seeking out to get access into the medical field. Said it would be the largest in the histories or the university's history. Saying with more than 8,500 students mm. David Wilson who was the uh, university president He said these words quote, We've never seen enrollments like this In our 154 year history Now I want you to pause for a minute brothers and sisters In 154 years they haven't seen enrollments like that Wouldn't you think that this should make mainstream news? You know, but you have to get this kind of information from the Final Call newspaper. Now, that should be something that we should be jumping up and down about because in the 154-year history, Brother hasn't seen that number or enrollments like that for that long. article continues. uh, Where was I? Where was I? Okay, here I am. They said they are defying the national odds instead of according to research by the Association of American Medical Colleges, which is AAMC. The United States is facing an estimated shortage of between 37,800 and 124,000 physicians by the year 2034, including deficits in both primary and specialty care. What does that say for those of us who, God forbid, fall ill? And there's just, that's just simply a shortage of doctors. Just like during COVID, the medical uh, hospitals were overwhelmed with patients. And I personally know people in that field, nursing and whatnot, that have testimonies Of what it was like on the COVID ward when uh, COVID-19, the pandemic that's still going on, was at its apex. And the numbers were astronomical of people coming in diagnosed with COVID, people being put on respirators. There was just a shortage. So the salaries of nurses, man, tripled and quadrupled. And, uh, and some of them are still pretty up there. But the article continues, the COVID-19 pandemic, and it's funny, it says it's right after this, I lost my spot and picked it up. It says, the COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted many of the deepest disparities in health and access to healthcare services and exposed vulnerabilities in the healthcare system. This is according to uh, the... Um, uh, Association of American Medical Colleges president and CEO, Mr. David Scorton, medical doctor. Uh, our sister, Dr. Sophia Shabazz of Philadelphia, our sister said these words. She says, "Quote: Blacks are about fourteen percent of the population, and only five percent of America's physicians are black." Now that one jumped out and hit me in the head. I didn't know that. I knew it was low. But I thought it was closer to double digits than just five. We are 14% of the population. That's around 40 to 50 million. But only 5% of the doctors are black. That's a very, very small number. People's, it continues, she says, people's satisfaction with their medical experience and their health outcomes tend to be better. When there is a match between the demographic, meaning the patients, and the background of the physician, we have a long way to go, Dr. Fia Shabai says. She's the owner and medical director of Foundation Medical Associates in Philadelphia, Illinois. And that's a very interesting comment that she made. Uh, she says people's satisfaction with their medical experience and their health outcomes tends to be better when the physician or when there is a match between the demographic the patient and the background of the physician well that's only natural i mean i mean when you really just think about it everything in nature is that way you don't see a a beetle hanging out in a wasp nest nor do you see a wasp crawling out of a beetle hole you don't see ants hanging out with rolling bugs and snails you know i know that's a very crude and simplistic analogy But what she's saying is very, very true. More of this article, very, very interesting. It says the number of black or African-American first year students, talking about the uh, colleges getting medical schools, the number of black or African-American first year students increased by 21% to 2,562. Black or African-American students made up 11.3% 11.3% of first year students in 2021. Wow. And that's up from 9.5% last year. So there's a two, almost a 2% hike. It says this includes an increase among group, I'm sorry, excuse me. This includes an increase among black or African American men. Mm. First year students from this group increased by 20.8%. Hmm. While the gains are impressive, they are far from meeting the demand. So, it's saying it's good, but we still got a lot of work to do. And that is really, really good to hear that the brothers, black men, our young black men are pursuing these kinds of degrees and going into uh the medical field. It continues saying Morgan State and Xavier's Medical School will make the total number of HBCU medical schools, six, including Morehouse School of Medicine in Atlanta, Howard University College of Medicine in D.C., Meharry Medical College in Nashville, and Charles R. Drew University of Medicine and Science in Los Angeles. Man, that is, that is good news. I, I, I guess I perused through this article so quick. That, that really hit me, I didn't know it, I didn't know it, I read it, but you know how you read something and then you start reading other things and you forget that you read that? That is excellent news, brothers and sisters. It continues, it says, Erin Alexander, she says she graduated from medical school and is doing her residency in Dallas. She believes getting more black doctors start in elementary school. Uh-oh, starts in elementary school. So what does that say? Hmm, just wanted that to marinate for a minute. She told the final call, uh, most young people are ill-prepared, and this is what it's saying. They're ill-prepared for the rigors of medical school because most public education does not prepare them. We need a better public education system to prepare students to enter medical school. Well, if they're not giving us better public education, then as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has constantly and consistently warned us, we have to accept the responsibility to build our communities and to prepare a future for ourselves and for our children. So, and and this is a process. It is a process and I am happy to see that the HBCUs are engaging in the process. And they certainly deserve a round of applause for getting involved in the process of bringing medical schools to the HBCUs. Lastly, in this article, it says some black students are afraid of chemistry, microbiology, anatomy, and the sciences in general. And I know all of us, particularly my age group and below my age group, ahead of my age group, you can relate to that because we were always made to think that, man, math is hard, algebra is hard, calculus is hard, geometry is hard, differential equations is hard. All of the sciences, we kind of ran away from them and we steer our children even. And guidance counselors in some colleges steer black students towards majors uh, and studies that have not very much utility as it relates to the professions. You know, you got a major, you go and take up a major in black studies. You know, and this is not to throw any shade at any students that may have that as a major. They, we put a ball in our children's hand. We put a basketball or football. You know, we uh, steer our children towards entertainment and acting and there's nothing wrong with that. Please don't misunderstand. But when you look at the numbers of us that are jousting if you will to get into the nfl to get into the nba and when you look at those numbers that are trying to get in versus the number that will make it i mean you can conclude and we've been told this time and again you got a better chance almost of getting struck by lightning but when you look at the number of people a number of black students men and women that are pursuing medical professions and the sciences and those disciplines that build the society as opposed to just embellish it, the numbers are very low but the potential for success is far greater than the potential for getting into the NFL or the NBA. So you got a much better chance of becoming a doctor becoming a lawyer, becoming a dentist, becoming all of the professions that service can help to build a society, an architect, an engineer. So that is so, so good to hear. So we want to, I'm gonna go ahead and open up the lines and let everybody know that you can go ahead and start calling in. If you want to call in live to the Mississippi on the move podcast, you have but to pick up your cell phone and dial 901-877-4478. That's 901 4478 What do you think about? Uh, the fact and that's just story number one We got another one you all uh, In the funnel that we're going to discuss Before we get away tonight What are your thoughts on uh, HBCUs Opening more medical Schools and uh, and and I think this is very important one is Down in New Orleans uh, Let me back up this article this says New Orleans uh, Atlanta uh, Morgan State Um Okay, Shaheen, let's find it. There it is. Uh, Nope, that's not it. But my point is, particularly given how the COVID pandemic has ill-affected us because of all of these pre-existing illnesses and conditions that really exacerbate the fact that we have COVID-19 is so the survival rate of COVID-19 is like 98%. But those with comorbidity conditions, meaning preconditions like high blood pressure and diabetes and all of the ailments that we lead in, if you're already suffering from these things and then catch COVID-19, then it lessens the chances for surviving the illness. It lessens obesity. When you catch COVID, it lessens the 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 likelihood of you even surviving uh, the illness or it hits you harder, you're down, the downtime that you experience uh, as a result of contracting COVID-19 while having these preconditions is exponentially longer than if we didn't have these preconditions. So the pandemic in truth is, at least in our community, the pandemic is diabetes. The pandemic is high blood pressure. The pandemic is all of these heart disease and all of these ailments that we've suffered from historically. And if we look at the Delta, uh-huh, I'm talking to us, Delta, down in the Mississippi Delta, down in Georgia, where our diets, the diets among us as a people, have not changed very much. And, and I'm gonna say this, as a sister told me, I'm not gonna call her name, very professional woman. She said, wow, I did not know that people still ate pork chops smothered in gravy in Mississippi. And this is not to throw a stone or to uh, speak disparagingly of our people and what they eat. It's We just have to understand that what we put in our mouth goes a long way as it relates to improving our health or making the situation worse And and I understand historically you know God didn't make anything unclean and all of this And, and, and our understanding of that needs to be uh, calibrated if you will Because why is it that doctors when you go to the doctor and you have all of these ailments The first thing they start instructing you to do is stop eating certain things and at the top of that list is what I'm gonna ask my people in the audience, Our audience, and I'm gonna answer based on what they give me. What is the number one thing that they tell you to stop eating when you go to the doctor with all of these sicknesses like high blood pressure, you know, you threatening diabetes? Somebody, somebody, type in. What is the first thing that they tell you to stop eating? <laughs> somebody responded already. They said pork. They said put down that ham. Put down that pork chop. Stop frying that bacon in the morning. And somebody actually put a pig up here. That's right, and welcome to the podcast, my brother Quinn. Everybody's chiming in now, and health professionals are chiming in. My sister Coretta Muhammad, who is a nurse, that is the first thing that they tell you to stop eating. They tell you to get away from salt. They tell you to back off the sugar. They tell you to slow up on the caffeine. They tell you to cool out on the junk food. So. Brothers and sisters, we just have to understand and I'm going to go scriptural on you for a second. Jesus said that I come that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Having life more abundantly simply means that not only uh, is he come to extend the number of years that we are here on the earth, but he improves the quality of the life that we experience. And in order to improve, the coli- uh, or to improve the quality of life, that suggests that we will begin to live a life that's free of all of the illnesses and the ailments we suffer from. Well, if you understand the law of cause and effect, if the effect is real, the cause is not unreal. If the effect is tangible, you can see it, you can measure it, you can touch it then what caused it is not some ethereal thing or some demon that jumped in you. The cause has to be real. It has to be substantive. It can be touched. It can be measured. It can be seen. And we still see that pork chop on our plate. We still see that ham in the morning. Well, I just eat it in moderation. Okay, Shaheed, get up off of that. But suffice it to say, dear brothers and sisters, the pandemic is what I just mentioned earlier. All of those ailments that we have suffered from and continue to suffer from because we have not changed the way we think about food. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad says food can keep you here and food can take you away from here. In fact, we are taught and scientists have borne witness that there is poison, a level of poison or toxins, if you will, in all food. And the worst food to eat is that pig because God did not create the pig for human consumption. It is a living garbage can. It eats filth, that's what it does. I didn't even intend to go here, but I'm here now. Not trying to teach, no, I'm not trying to go there. But we must understand that that's why your scripture teaches you, dear brothers and sisters. And God said don't eat the pork. But I know somebody has told us, well, when you go into the book of Acts and Peter's vision, God told him he hadn't made anything unclean. Well, you have to understand the context of that and Peter's dilemma and what he was dealing with as it relates to Jews and Gentiles. Wasn't talking about literal food. He was talking about making people all part of the body of Christ. God didn't make an unclean human being. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So let's get off of that. Um, If you want to call in and you got some commentary on that particular segment of tonight's program, you can call us at 901-877-4478. That's 901-877-4478. Man, I'm chomping at the bit because I'm really ready to get to the art and culture segment of tonight's program. Y'all going to like this one, man. We're going to have an art and culture segment at every broadcast from now on because... You would not believe, dear family, the talent that is in the nation of Islam and the hip hop community. Because the genesis of hip hop, when you go back and to its genesis, about um, 79, early 1980, particularly the Jack the Rapper convention, Hip-hop music went from party and dance music because if you remember the people like or groups like the Sugar, Gang, Sugar Hill Gang, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five and Curtis Blow, you know, these are the breaks. Break it up, break it up. You know, and the Sugar Hill Gang. Dang, did it, dang, did dang, did it, dig it, dig it. I know y'all laughing at me right about now. Will he please stop? But my point is, it went from dance music to thought-provoking music in the wake of the Jack the Rapper convention at which the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan addressed the cultural community. And as a result of that, I remember the song just as clear as day. When I first heard it in 1980, I was sitting at a drive-through at a Wendy's and I heard the song come on. It was entitled The Message. And the lyric was like, it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. And when Brother began to spit them lyrics, I stopped. I was like, man, that's deep. And then you begin to hear from people like X-Clan and KRS-One and Boogie Down Productions. And and the music had a message in it, just like soul music did back in the 70s when you heard the OJs. And when you heard... uh, the temptations, how can you call me brother if you don't really mean it, runaway child running wild, you better go back home where you belong. That was the kind of lyrical content that existed, but that was supplanted by Boogie and groups like the Bee Gees and our sister Donna Summer. She was, you know, was dance, 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 not think, think, think. And so the same thing happened with hip hop. When it first started, it was think, think, think. And it went from think, think, think to thug, thug, thug. And now the nation of Islam, we have a community of believers and all of them are not in the nation. They're just conscious hip hop artists. They are touting again in the cultural community, not thug, thug, thug or shoot, shoot, shoot or tear the club up, you know, or trap, trap, trap. There is a large and growing segment. I shouldn't say large, it's really small, but a growing segment in the hip-hop community that are putting out music that says to us, think, 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 love, love, love. Be brother, be sister. So that's why I'm excited about that segment of the program. Want to send some shouts out real quick to everybody that's gotten on. Man, I got a pretty good little audience going here tonight. Thank you for coming on, my sister Tammy, brother William, sister Coretta, brother Quinton. I see all of y'all. I'm calling all everybody's sister Patsy. Sister Patsy, I got a call from a relative of yours in Buffalo, New York, sister Barbara X. Hamilton. She called earlier. I think her timing is off. Because I think she, they are an hour ahead of us, so we're at seven fifty p.m. here Central Standard Time, which means it will be eight fifty where she is. And she told me she would call in today, and uh, and and uh, if you've heard from her, let her know. Give us a call, and uh, we will certainly take her call um, for tonight if she's got some commentary on the segment that we just left talking about medical schools coming to HBCUs and the increase in enrollment at black colleges. Uh, Once again, we're at 7.50pm so I'm going to segue to the next part of tonight's program but before I segue to that we gotta take another commercial break. So we'll be right back after these commercial messages. What's your source for truth in news reports?
0: No peace, no justice,
1: no peace. Where do you turn for non-corporate driven news that's fair and balanced? Subscribe to the Final Call News, your number one free and independent news source that delivers hard-hitting national and international news coverage of today's political, economic, and social issues. To subscribe to Local Home Delivery, call us at area code 662-252-8999. That's 662-252-8999. Visit our website at www.finalcall.com.
2: Worldwide, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download the Final Call Radio app and take us everywhere. On your phone, on your computer, on your tablet, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also log on to FinalCall.com and click the Listen Live button or Finalcallradio.com. Final Call Final Call Radio. The official voice of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam.
3: The Urban Indulgence Bath and Body Boutique. At Urban Indulgence, we pride ourselves on offering quality, effective skin care. Handcrafted with plant-based skin-loving ingredients, our soaps and body butters will give you luxurious lather and ultimate moisture. Experience The Urban Indulgence at 3314 Poplar Avenue in Memphis, three blocks west of Poplar Plaza, or shop with us online at theurbanindulgence.com. The Urban Indulgence
0: mississippi on
1: the moon and we are back from uh, our announcements we want to make sure brothers and sisters as you listen subscribe to the final call newspaper we can deliver to you locally right there in holly springs mississippi Just go to our website, our local website, which is noihollysprings.org. Navigate to the top of the page, the drop-down menus, and you can go to where the Final Call subscription tab is, and you can subscribe to the Final Call. And you can send your inquiries to our P.O. Box, which is P.O. Box 517, Holly Springs, Mississippi, 386 We want to get about 1,000 of you in Holly Springs. We're at about, well, I ain't going to tell you where we are right now. But I want to have 1,000 people as willing to take that great newspaper into their home. Are you not enjoying the information that you're getting? Have you heard CNN say or any of the other major mainstream news organizations say that the HBCUs are opening medical schools as bad as we need to steer our young people in a better direction. No, they haven't said anything about it. But here we go. Tonight's cultural segment, we will be featuring Sister Neelam. Sister Neelam got a hot one out, man. It's entitled, We Got Them Like. And she's featuring Brother Danique and golden child, and just to let you know, I met Brother Hashim Hakeem, and I bought his latest CD. And I said, "Brother, we want to feature some of your music on the podcast." His words were, "Man, go right ahead, brother." And I'm telling you, and for those uh, that are listening, that was at the uh, the banquet, the National Training Conference banquet. The sister that performed, oh, I got her too. In fact, she's featured on H2's. Brother Hashim CD, but tonight we got Sister Neelam featuring Brother Danique and Golden Child, and this one is entitled "We Got 'Em Like." Listen up, y'all. Ah.
4: Um. He has never, never failed, failed. my bow has it's never sunk, my ship has never failed My hopes it's never shaken. shaken, my spirit it's is never broken, broken. my legs are uh-huh. never open, My words will always be quoted, uh-huh. my vision is focused uh-huh. Tell the POTUS I don't trust him, he'll never be noticed uh-huh. I think it's time that I put you all on notice uh-huh. I'm the one David Ruffin, and I'll never be oldest <laughs> If I did it, then it better work The music industry hates me cause I'll never twerk I'm in a different world, each verse brings the metaverse Optometrist, I change vision like the oculus Watch me fly over metropolis Tell all the populace, rise from sarcophagus No hypothesis, I see apocalypse Muhammad's the cycle speaks like a prophetess Uh, uh, we gotta lie Uh, uh, we gotta lie, yeah uh, uh, we got a light Tell the people we coming through and we got a light It's ain't love from the West Comin' strong, Cali's best Uh, uh, we got a light Tell the people we coming through and we got a light
5: See, I done came from the bottom I used to choose peace, today we choose violence They don't really know what we do And I'ma I'm keep, keep it true. Liberty Living the impeccable, irrepressible spectacle How <laughs> to turn a vegetable into an intellectual the skeleton fact checking these rappers, none of these incredible If it don't apply to the it fly, it's a hypothetical. It's just the type of that you kick kicking is unacceptable. now you me me, am is not available. The whole left side of the decimal, incredible. I ain't even hardly reached my pinnacle Jump in a cypher and turn it into a festival Bang on the game, to the game need medical I'ma keep trying to do something in the something you hate you haters, that to be unprofessional We're just not compatible I am too undetectable Put the pedal to metal to metal, metal Hitting your mental My pinna penetrating your sensory You looking terrible Whoa, whoa, All I see is green light bulbs East New York, Brooklyn, let it go My life, my my life, my life Eiffel, third, I eye, I see the rifle, see my rifle Uh, uh, we got a light Uh, uh, we got
4: a light Yeah, uh, uh, we got a light Tell the people we coming through and we got a light It's Daddy. run the east to New York, we run the streets Uh, uh, we got a light Tell the people we coming through and we
0: got a light
5: You know, you know uh, We the Krenn Delegate they give a accolades, but that's God working through us We send praises up to him Brotherhood tight, sisterhood tight. Nation building, team players, we all shooting in the gym Got the guys with me, got the F.O.I. with me If we gotta go to war, then we fighting to the death Not a bad man, but if I was And you ask me where no, I put my money on You know they don't I'm putting it on them Come through got a respect, they got a tip, they had don't disrespect Our women were a we a kill for that In the field working with bullets, fly like we in Iraq I do this for the family, I rap but this way deeper than rap Stand up, solid soldiers with me, we don't back though I don't deal with milk toast brothers like I'm lactose Every time I come in first, they act like they was rooting for me Whole time I know they wanted me to come in last though, ilaha If it was not for you, I know I wouldn't have made it through Allah Brought me protection on this mission that I pursue, Allah I, I know with you behind me, there ain't nothing that I can't do, Allah You know, you
4: know Uh, uh, we got a light Uh, uh, we got a light Yeah, uh, uh, we got a light Tell the people we coming through and we got a light
5: It's GC from the shot I why, till I die
4: we got a light. Tell the
1: people we coming through, and we got a light. It's ain't love. GC. Daddy. Yeah, buddy. Man, that was. I don't know about you all, but I'm a. Musician and I record, write, arrange, produce my own music. In fact, the Mississippi on the Move track that you hear that was written, arranged and recorded and produced by yours truly. I did that. So in critiquing this particular track by Sister Neelam and Brother Danique and Brother Golden Child and who is Brother H2's son, man, man. That is right up there with anyone in the industry in terms of quality, lyrical content. I mean, the whole nine, the artistry. You really need to see the video. It is circulating Hello. big time. Whoa. I got prayer time going on, y'all. Excuse me. <laughs> but it is circulating like like wildfire on YouTube and on social media platforms. So it's up to us to support these kinds of artists and to direct our children to this kind of lyrical content content excuse me an artistic expression coming from young artists that are using their gifts in a way that builds in a way that encourages that inspires that nurtures and guides our young people to positive behaviors and not negative or self-destructive Behaviors and thinking. So, hey, that was Sister Nilam. Let's uh, give them another round of applause. I thoroughly enjoyed that. And, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And as uh, we stated, we're going to have a cultural segment for you every broadcast. So, get your young people when that segment. They may want to hear, may not want to hear all else we got to say, y'all. But when the cultural uh, segment come up, get your young people around your phone or whatever you're listening through and say, hey, listen, have you ever heard this before? And 10 out of 10 times, they're going to go, no, who is that? What artist is that? Well, that's because none of these artists will be mainstream. We're at the top of the hour at 8 o'clock p.m. I know it's cloudy here in Memphis. I don't know what the weather is like where you are, but for the past several days, it's been a scorcher pretty much anywhere you go. The the, the weather is hot. But I tell you what, man, in Milwaukee this past weekend, the weather was very, very nice. So moving right along to our next segment, we're going to be coming from the final call once again. And this issue of the final call, which is our topic heading of tonight's program, the last half hour of tonight's program, we're going to be talking about a talk that was given by our brother who will we will uh that we announce that we are inviting into holly springs on august the 20th and that is our brother student minister dr wesley muhammad and this past sunday he gave a very very powerful talk entitled when all else fails and that is the latter part of a quote from the most honorable elijah muhammad from our teaching where, and it reads in its entirety that Islam comes. Islam comes when everything else has failed. And our brother, Dr. Wesley Muhammad went through all of the things that we have tried, if you will, as it relates to the problems that we face and our attempt to solve those problems and to rid ourselves of those community issues or problems that we face, the broken families, the crime, the violence, the domestic violence, the misuse and abuse of our women, the poverty, the lack of opportunity, everything that we have tried uh, that's been offered to us from the same society and uh, economic construct, political uh, apparatus, and what have you, that put us or aided in putting us in this condition, all of them have failed us. So I want to read some excerpts from this article. And once again, if you want to call in, if you have some commentary about this, uh, because Islam, and let me clarify this statement, not clarify, but uh, peel back some of the layers of this statement. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says, Islam comes after all else has failed is not to say Islam as we understand it, Islam is the name used to identify accurately what God requires of the human being. Arabic is the most mathematically precise language in its ability to be descriptive. So Islam is the religion of complete submission of one's will to do God's will. And if you would look at all religion, no matter what you call it, particularly the three major monotheistic ones, which is Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, all of them teach to obey God. So whether you call it Islam, Christianity, or Judaism, all teach, maybe not practice, but all teach submission or obedience to God. So the phrase can be read in this manner, obedience to God comes after all else has failed because in truth, brothers and sisters, we want to try every way but God's way. And when you study scripture, when God raised a messenger from among the people of old, the people rejected the messenger and sought all other avenues by which to solve their problem or escape the looming chastisement or anger of God, instead of taking the pathway or the route that God offered to them. And we do the same thing today. And the proof of it manifests itself in the fact that when you poll most black people in America, and they've done these polls for years, I haven't seen one recently, but I know in the 90s in particular, Because they wanted to get the pulse of black America. Who's listening to this guy? How many of them are really paying him any attention? And when they polled black America. And they asked the question. That how many of you agree with what the minister. The Honorable Louis Farrakhan is saying. Those numbers were in the 70s approaching 80%. So by virtue of the fact. That that number of black people agreed. With what he was saying. Tells you that we know what he's saying is right. The problem is we can't overcome whatever personal demons or obstacles or hurdles that come up in our mind that serves as a stumbling block or a hurdle we can't get over to do what we agree with of what he says. Because we say that we agree, we know he's right. They took a poll of uh, black people in America, of those who believe that he is saying something that the country needs to hear. Again, the numbers, mid to high 70s, they agree. Talk about black people now. So, well, the question becomes what is it that we, on the one hand, we agree with the minister? You hear black people that are not in the nation, oh man, I love Minister Farrakhan, man. I, I like to hear him. What is it, entertainment? Or is it that we're going to try everything that is destined to fail us, and then we will be left with the thing that was presented to us that has a uh, a well documented track record of being that which can heal us or rid us of what's been troubling us for so long? So let's get into this article, man. We man, it's seven minutes after eight already. Okay, I only got about 23 minutes left, so let's get to this. Now, the article says, it begins, it says, Black America is under attack spiritually, mentally, physiologically, and physically. I'm sorry, not physiologically, psychologically. I misread that word. Black America is under attack spiritually, mentally, psychologically, and physically. But the nation of Islam has the solution to black survival the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and guidance of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan contain the redemptive and resurrecting power blacks need in these critical times as solutions for problems within our communities. That's how brother started Sunday. And it says further that the nation of Islam has been a long and consistent voice against the U.S. government's depopulation plot with its stance against the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, this vaccine, dear brothers and sisters, and I strongly encourage you, because in the Final Call newspaper, every issue, we have um, a COVID-19 section in the newspaper. And I'm going to quickly thumb. Or scroll to it. Every issue. We have a segment. and uh, Or a page. Dedicated to that. And on that page. There is always a chart. That gives you the numbers. As it relates to. How the. Um, vaccine. Has affected people. And in what way. And it's up to date. And it's. The. Uh, Currently, and I'm going to read to you from what's in the current issue of the Final Call newspaper. And this is from vairs This is not our reporting system. This is their reporting system. It's entitled, the acronym is VAERS. And the acronym stands for Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Again, Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. And according to their reporting system, out of one reports that takes us up through July 15th of this year. There has been 29,635 deaths, 169,426 hospitalizations, 132,276 urgent care. 199,645 doctor office visits, and 9,793 anaphylaxis events, and 15,683 Bell's palsy, 4,882 miscarriages, 15,914 heart attacks, and a host of other adverse effects into the thousands even shingles permanently disabled people to the tune of 55,540. Now I find it interesting that when this pandemic hit they sh- they were you know they showed the numbers of deaths. They had a running total. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? And to my audience, put a 1 on the screen if you remember that. If you remember when they had the running totals, they had the ticker in the upper left hand corner of the screen as we watched uh cnn and c-span but nobody is making public the numbers of adverse effects what for and when you dig deeper into this it will give credence to what our brother has said or started off saying in his talk on this uh, subject of all else fails uh, when islam comes or Islam comes, excuse me, when everything else has failed. The article continues, and let me put my glasses on so I can see. He said that the nation of Islam has been a long standing and consistent voice against this depopulation uh, plan of this United States government. And we know that's a fact. All you have to do is go and look up the documentary Maafa twenty one. To listen in audience, go look up Maafa, M-A-A-F-A, 21, the number 21, Black Genocide in the 21st Century. And this is a documentary that documents with precision, gives you the receipts of efforts all the way up into this modern time. This is not some yesteryear thing that they've been doing. And I know most of us don't want to believe it, don't want to accept it. You don't have to accept it. you know. There's, no, there's, there's a reason that the Gates want black people to take this vaccine first. But suffice it to say, let me continue or we'll go further in this article. It says, the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan, and I'm quoting Dr. Wesley, he says, the Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan said, God wants you and I to try everything that we have in our head as a solution. Different from what Allah has given as a solution. So he wants you to try everything that you think will work. It kind of reminds me of what God told Abraham to do. When Abraham saw God in the plains of Mamre and God told Abraham what he was about to do to Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham's response was, Lord, would you destroy the righteous along with the wicked? And of course, God, you know, as though God don't already know. (laughs) Outside a lot in his family, ain't no more. But because God is so patient, he wants his servant to agree with his assessment. He knows his assessment is right. He don't need Abraham to confirm his assessment. Abraham's assignment, the assignment given to Abraham was for Abraham's benefit, not for God. So Abraham in his tender heart God said, okay, Abraham, go to Sodom and Gomorrah. And if you can find 50 righteous outside, a lot in this family, I'll spare He went all the way down to one. So to me, that's a sign or an example, if you will, scripturally of how God allows us to exhaust ourselves in trying another way that we think will work. And once we finish and get good and tired of trying it our way, then God's way is sitting there waiting on us. And we as black people have tried everything. Everything that they pointed to us. Okay, you need to get more education. We got more education. Y'all need to get people in political offices. We got a whole bunch of mayors, police chiefs, and senators, and well, I shouldn't say senators, we don't have those. We have congressmen and all of this, and black police chief that, the first black this, the first black that. Y'all need to try this, y'all need to. And we've tried all of these things. Even in the wake of the police shootings, y'all need to comply. You need to act a certain way. You need to do this. You comply, excuse that fraudy and slip, y'all. You comply, you get killed. You resist, you get killed. So we've tried everything and everything has failed us. We tried being a, a you know, a high-profile celebrity, you know, we get to to do that. And there's certain areas of the country and uh, one of our scholars found out the hard way, Henry Louis Gates, black man in his own house. Police see him, uh, don't look like he's supposed to be there. He's in handcuffs on his own front porch. Even after he identifies himself and verifies to the officers that, man, I live here. So bad that President Obama had to get involved and they had what they called a beer summit. And it's a shame that we still have to go through these things from the most prominent of us to the least of us. Islam comes. God's way comes. After everything else has failed. And everything else has certainly failed. Brother continues in his article, he says, Student Minister Muhammad, he illustrated the nefarious deeds committed by Caucasians against blacks while pointing out these atrocities are not just history, but are continuing today. When black people begin to understand how the way of life of the nation of Islam is the solution to overcoming these brazen attacks, it becomes clear what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad taught or was taught, excuse me, by God to bring the black man and woman is the solution to our needs, we begin to understand how the way of life of the nation of Islam, I think it's interesting the way he put that. Notice he didn't say the religion of the nation of Islam, but he said the way of life, because Islam is not a religion. No, it's not. Well, I thought it was a religion. Y'all it a religion? Well, the scripture, the book of uh, scripture of the Muslims called the Holy Quran, Prophet Muhammad, it was revealed to him, peace be upon him, that Allah gave us Islam as a religion. Not that that's what it is, because another passage of scripture, it says, set thy face being upright. The nature made by Allah in which he created man. Set thy face for religion, being upright. The nature made by Allah in which he created man. So the way of life of the members of the nation of Islam is the natural way of life of the original human being or the human being in general. The natural way of life of the human being is obedience to the laws that govern our own creation, but the difference with us and all other creatures is we have what is called a will. We can decide to not obey. Uh huh. I hope y'all listening, and I hope I'm making sense. We can decide not to obey, like we identify as something else. You know we. You know, we change our sexual preferences, our gender preferences. I don't like what I am, so I identify as X, Y, Z. No other creature has that power. A cat can't self-identify as a dog and start barking. nor vice versa. But because we have a will, we can do that. But our nature, and we've, we are given that because God has empowered the human being to be the Khalifa or the ruler and being given to be given uh, power and dominion over God's creation. I hope that makes sense to us. But because we don't want God's way, we try everything else and now everything else has failed us, and look at the condition we're in. It's getting steadily worse and worse, and when people understand how the way of life of the nation of Islam, which is the nature in which God created us, God created us to obey, not just him, yes obey him, but obey him about what? Obey him about how life should be lived, how the body should be maintained. You go by a vehicle. In the glove compartment of a vehicle is an owner's manual. In the owner's manual, it teaches you and instructs us on how to maintenance the car, what kind of oil to put in it, what kind of gasoline to put in it, what kind of transmission fluid, where the wiper fluid goes, When to change the oil and the oil filter, when to rotate the tires, when to change the shocks and the struts, how to change the headlights, the taillights, all of the things that's in the car, on the car, the instrument panel, how to read it, how to adjust the seat, the side mirrors, all of these things. Point is an instruction manual on not only how to operate your vehicle, but how to get longevity out of it. Well, the human being, when we disobey God, God sent prophets down, I shouldn't say sent down, he raised prophets up with what is called divine revelation that whomsoever would follow the guidance found in that revelation, they would be guided back to God's straight path and avert His chastisement. But that revelation was put into books, one called Torah, we know it is Old Testament, one called Injil or Gospel, or as we know it, New Testament. Well, these books, and of course, the Holy Quran, these books are like owner's manuals. Well, who owns us? And we say, Well, God is our father. Well, if he's the father of the life and he has sent down owner's manuals, I'm God's child. Isn't that what we say? And there's a manual on how to live life, how to maintain our lives. But of course, we got a will, right? So we're going to try everything or every way other than God's way until those ways fail us. He continues in uh, his talk. Brother says, most of the time, man, time is getting, man. It's, it's 23 minutes after. Doc says, most of the time, when we use the word eugenic we should be using dysgenics because while white folk do not have a eugenic project for black people but they most definitely have trapped us in a dysgenics project he explained he said eugenics and and they talk about eugenics in that documentary i just mentioned my Alpha 21 black genocide in the 21st uh, century you go and look at that, they talk about eugenics. But brother is mentioning dysgenics here, which was a new term when I heard his lecture. He said, eugenics is the science of selective breeding to produce good offspring through the elimination of poor hereditary traits. Then he said, dysgenics, on the other hand, involves the evolutionary weakening of a population through the production and reproduction of damaged offspring and the passing on of poor and injurious hereditary traits. Mm -hmm. Now that started me to doing some serious thinking. And I was like, man, dysgenics, that's a new term. And I began to reflect on How integration, how gentrification, how food that's brought into our community, how, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan on those VHS tapes used to say, the merchants of death dump filth in our communities and we put it into our bodies, disturbing our reproductive organs, shortening our life-spanning, Degrading and eroding away our health And it's interesting to me That malt liquor is sold predominantly in communities of color And when you go to predominantly white communities You don't see malt liquors You don't see the OE800s I don't even know whether or not they still sell that stuff The Coke 45, the malt liquors so, the Dysgenics project that brother mentions here, there are definitely receipts for this. It's 25 minutes after the hour. Man, we just got about five minutes left in tonight's program. I'm going to start landing this plane, and, and there was a lot more that I wanted to share from this article and from the talk, but I would direct you to noi, www.noi.org and go to our webcast tab and go into the archives and you can hear what our brother presented in that Sunday lecture after all, I'm sorry, Islam comes after all else or when all else fails is the actual title of his talk. It's entitled when all else fails. So uh, that's the articles, we got about four minutes left. Uh, in tonight's program. And I want to get one last segment in by uh, bringing you uh, commercial announcements because we certainly want you to download the app to Final Call Radio. Put it on your phone. You can hear the envelope. FireCon 24-7. We certainly want you to subscribe to the Final Call newspaper locally in Holly Springs, Mississippi and the surrounding area. As well as if you're not in that area, you can get it digitally by going to Final Call Digital Edition. And of course... you got to get you some good urban indulgence, bath and body products. So we'll be right back to land this plane right after these messages
2: worldwide 24 hours a day 7 days a week download the final call radio app and take us everywhere on your phone on your computer on your tablet on instagram facebook and twitter you can also log on to finalcall.com and click the listen live button or finalcallradio.com final call final call radio the official voice of the honorable minister louis farrakhan and the nation of islam What's your source for truth in news Justice! No justice
0: no peace.
1: Where do you turn for non-corporate driven news that's fair and balanced? Subscribe to the Final Call News, your number one free and independent news source that delivers hard-hitting national and international news coverage of today's political, economic, and social issues. To subscribe to local home delivery, call us at area code 662-252-8999. That's 662-252-8999. Visit our website at www.finalcall.com.
3: The Urban Indulgence Bath and Body Boutique. At Urban Indulgence, we pride ourselves on offering quality, effective skincare. Handcrafted with plant-based skin-loving ingredients, our soaps and body butters will give you luxurious lather and ultimate moisture. Experience The Urban Indulgence at 3314 Poplar Avenue in Memphis, three blocks west of Poplar Plaza. Or shop with us online at TheUrbanIndulgence.com. The Urban Indulgence.
1: And we're back at the end of tonight's program. We want to take this time to once again thank everyone who took time out of their evening, their day, to be with us on the Mississippi on the Move podcast. And it is our humble and sincere prayer that something was shared uh, that aids you in your spiritual growth and development. Put a smile on your face and to give you some encouragement because there's so much negativity in the world today. You can't turn on the news and watch it. And I know I can't. It's depressing. I mean, it's, if it ain't on fire or burning up, it's flooding and it mudslides and God is angry. So the refuge today, refuge today Is in obedience to God Refuge today is in God's way Wow, that rhymes Refuge today is in God's way So all else has failed So let's try obeying God No, I didn't say try becoming a Muslim And or joining the nation of Islam I said let's try doing what's right Let me put it like that Let's try doing what we know is right And then learn better What is the best practice as a human being It's in our nature. We don't need a lot of instruction because truth be told, brothers and sisters, we know when we're wrong, don't we? So once again, we thank you for tuning in to the Mississippi on the Move podcast. And I, as your brother Abdul Shahid Muhammad, in the absence of my brother Kenneth Muhammad, we have to leave you as we come before you always with the greeting words of peace of Assalamu alaikum Deep in the Delta where the willows grow In the soil stained by the blood of my ancestors Punchbowl voices call out to my soul for justice Ooh, The wicked will reap what they've sown the spirit of Aziz is back on the rise Soldiers in the Delta kept it alive Time to stand up, take our place in the sun Understand the time and what must be done Mississippi
0: uh, Mississippi Mississippi Mississippi,
1: Mississippi, Mississippi, Mississippi. Uh, gotta make a move and take control, uh, have something we can call our own, so shine your light, help the people see that now is the time for us to be free, uh, and if you wager on the pine of sky, you better wake up fast. They told you a lie, cause big fields are way wide awake, man, uh, Elijah's got the master plan. Mississippi, on the
0: move, Mississippi, Mississippi, on the move, Mississippi, on the move, Mississippi, on the in justice we've had enough All of our divisions we're breaking up Make them up y'all Destiny has been calling us The spirit of the most high is guiding us
1: Uh, See the time is now What you waiting on? Quit you, your brothers Put your gun down Come on They got a cage waiting for you If you keep that up Early graves coming to you From that, can't raise you up Now sister Ida B and Fanny Lou uh, Check them out and you'll know what to do But if you really want your enemy to be alarmed Read the final call Follow Farrakhan Mississippi On the move
0: Mississippi Mississippi, Mississippi, this is on the move. Mississippi, this is on the move. Mississippi, on the move. this is on the move. Mississippi, Mississippi, Mississippi on the moon.